we're ready to talk and discuss. Welcome back on the MIC Moms. Today, our guest is none other than Tati. Hi. My fave. I'll tell you why you're my fave. Your makeup content. Oh, the frogs end. I love this fave, okay? Outspoken, bubbly. Just an interesting perspective on life in general. Aww. And your makeup content, I always liked because it was different. It wasn't, I don't know. <laughs> Some of the makeup content was just too out of reach for me. Yeah. I kind of, to be honest, sometimes I was reaching because I was trying to blend in. But then I was like, I need to just be myself. Yeah, very different. Yeah. But it also like wholesome, fresh, makes me feel like relaxed. Mm. Just, oh, you know. That's good. That's, I guess, what I want to influence refreshing good but i didn't notice though you went from like doing more makeup and beauty content on ig and then kind of started doing more like wellness stuff on tiktok yeah i just felt like there's more of that audience on tiktok Mm. and also like you know i've already established myself as being an mua on instagram i feel like if i just randomly started posting that kind of stuff they'd be like it would it would make my I would, it would it would like it would not be good for the algorithm because mm-hmm. they would just skip over it because that's not what they're interested in. Yeah. Um, oh, well, yeah. So I think hair and makeup does really well, like because you know that's kind of what I always did there. And then now on TikTok, what does well is when I talk about like, I think I think anything can go on TikTok really, yeah. but it's usually more like, um, authentic, authentic, mm-hmm. authentic stuff. Like, yeah, like wellness behind the scenes what really happened <laughs> you know let's get that really yeah that, that kind of stuff yeah so tea. i've even been watching um movies on tiktok these days oh really oh like the short clip yeah you know when they do part one part two, i know yeah. and i watched baby and i hate me and i'm just like i didn't even know this movie that was that was in this movie and i watched the movie it's true oh yeah i'll be on part 69 what in a film with people on tiktok right i'd be like where's part 17 and the fact that that doesn't take that down i'm like, I know. I'm like what what happens to copyright here <laughs> i know TikTok is fun like that like you get really engrossed in it and now um, yeah i know i can scroll for hours exactly yeah. tell yourself you're going on there for 10 minutes and then like three hours later you're Still on there, saving clips, reposting stuff. It's like really, really addictive. But you found your groove on there. Like, I would, I want to say, I kind of noticed your content. It was maybe about a year or so ago when you started posting more about your, like your glow up, your healing journey, your wellness journey. That's the stuff that kind of got me sucked into your page. So I was just like, I mean, I really loved your makeup stuff, and obviously, I know you personally. Mm. But then when you started posting that stuff, I was like, "This is so captivating." Oh, but I wanted. Yeah, I like, I felt like I. I'm not saying my makeup stuff and like doing hair is not authentic, but it's just so surface level. And yeah. I always felt that there's so much more about me that I don't share. Mm-hmm. Like only my friends know, or like you know, people who know me. And TikTok just has this thing where they're just like, "No, who cares?" You just it's like for some reason you just feel like. I don't even care who sees this. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So I just was like, I'm gonna just share this stuff, and whoever sees it, sees it. But mine, yeah, mine is gonna connect. Yeah, that you put up because the amount of women like we have babies and we lo- like we can lose ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like real easy, yeah. you lose. I. This is my favorite phrase because this is exactly how it is. You lose your motherhood. No, sorry. You lose. Sorry, you lose your womanhood mm. to motherhood, mm. and then you have to try and find how you can make both of them coexist at the same time right and that takes a while like i think i only started to grasp coexisting them like when my son was like 18 months right like after breastfeeding i guess yeah it's just early 
common. Yeah. But yeah, like how how do you do that? How do you live like like I'm gonna just be TMI? But there was sometimes like maybe like three months postpartum, I'm like, did I shower today? No, that's because that what like <laughs> that is so not womanly. Like like who would me old tat would never do that. No, it's just like. I had to really realize, okay, how am I going to balance both? And how am I going to kind of like learn to shut other things out? Because it's like almost like you had so much time to do all that stuff before. And then now you have another human being. There's a lot of things that have to go. Mm. And I think that was like kind of part of my like balancing womanhood and motherhood was just letting other things go. Yeah. Because I have, I need the time cool. to do other things. <laughs> other things that cool. Um, what did you have to get rid of? Like scrolling on, t- like scrolling on TikTok, yeah. like, or like, being on Instagram or like dumb stuff I used to do before I had a kid like I don't know <laughs> organizing everything to a T or like yeah trying the lip swatching every single color <laughs> and then spending two hours in my makeup yeah I can't do that stuff anymore yeah so like that kind of stuff or like messaging a friend back and forth over something that doesn't matter yeah I'm sorry I'm not answering man yeah. <laughs> um I like I'm just like okay like I have to really prioritize me and my kid and anyone else who has a problem with that then you obviously don't understand what I'm going through, and then you mm-hmm. gotta go. No, yeah, it's because I feel like yeah. your your mantras would understand. Yeah, but I guess people who don't have any other <laughs> yeah possibility yeah the work and yeah like like yeah probably wouldn't get like why is she not messaging me back so quickly? Mm-hmm. I need to know which nail design to go with. Like where is she? Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it's just like girl, yeah. make, you decide your nails. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> so true. You decide. You decide. I've got things to do. I'm busy. And I think sometimes maybe friends don't really get that like, until they have kin. Mm. It's it's all good and well. Like if you, you've chosen that lifestyle, like I don't want to have kids for that reason, but you have to be compassionate of your friends that do have kin. Yeah. And can't just be like at your beck and call yeah. or like don't have the time to go back and forth with me about Selena's. Yeah. You have to respect your mom friend's time mm. because mm-hmm. your friends that you have kids respect their time. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. People that don't take People don't take those things into consideration. Exactly. So I get what you're saying. And then that's why mom friends just end up only having mom friends. <laughs> you know what? I don't know what it is. It's just like you just end up like only having like I I I do have a few friends. So me too. But you just you just end up clicking more with moms. Like even a friend that I can think of right now in my head, we were just acquaintances before, but then we kept seeing each other and and she's a new mom too. So we did we just got like we were never really friends, but now I could say she's like a friend of mine because we just relate like we can just relate on a lot of things mm-hmm. so it's true you just end up like all the moms in your age group you just end up being friends and honestly like they're in the same and stage of life yeah. i want to like there are things that i maybe used to like to do during the yeah. day but now i want to go to the zoo yeah and i just want friends that will come to the zoo yeah thank you but it's your like i want to go to the aquarium and then if you think about it that's what friendship is all about like, yeah friendship it's all about re- relatability and connecting and when you grow that's just what it is. You're going to find new friends. Because if you're on a different level than certain people in your life, then you're not going to connect with them. Or like, even if your friends are still doing things you don't want to do anymore, mm. you know, but then the emotions and all that stuff get into it. And I'm just like, that's where me, I don't know, some of my Aquarius in me where I'm just like, like I sometimes realize that I sometimes I'm really aloof to emotions and stuff like that or like things that I think like people would have. And I'm just like, it's because I have no issue with it. Yeah. I yeah. trick other people too, which obviously is not the case. And that's one thing I had to learn too is like, other people don't think like you, Tiana. Don't. So, like, if you don't think this is an issue and you're just like, okay, well, I'm living my life and, like, I to me, blah, blah, blah. Like, other people are, like, it's sensey about things that you're not sensey about. Yeah. So, um, now I try to, like, communicate clearly and I think that's the only thing I can do. And at the end of the day, you have to deal with your emotions on me, so. 
period. <laughs> because I don't know what, as long as I explain myself, then, I mean, I've done my part. But, um, and if yeah. you feel sad, that's your sadness. Yeah. Just out, honey. <laughs> Honestly, like, if you... I love that. Yeah. I have to deal with your emotions, not me. Why? Because yeah. as women and mothers, nurturers, I don't know what it is, but naturally we just like feel like we have we are responsible for everybody's feelings. It's or, so true. We're not like everyone has feeling so bad and something upset or offended by something we yeah. said, and it's just like you you got snap out of it. Yeah, <laughs> because we will get sucked into it, and that's how we end up with bullies and narcissists and abusers and just weirdos mm-hmm. because they're attracted to our like compassion mm-hmm. and our empathy mm-hmm. not you though oh <laughs> oh i've suffered <laughs> i've suffered in this life <laughs> me being being people in the life for real we're like we're like me to talk about girl i like she was like something bar suffering and oh she was adrian and they went viral he was like yeah oh, I, I suffered for 19 years yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's true sure i'm on a boat in a yard <laughs> Period. Word to Nella. I quote her every day because honestly, that is the fact. <laughs> yeah. Like, trust me, a big people pleaser like me. Oh, I'm just suffered. Oh, yeah. We're getting out of that. So I don't know if like I could talk about this right now. Oh, I'm gonna bring it up. Okay. Yeah. So you actually chose that. Mm. Well, what, what? Oh, what? Like as a baby? I know. I've had, yeah. Like your soul just... chose your family. Your soul chose all the situations so you could grow from it. So you literally could take. Your people pleasing pain and turn it into power. I've heard this one. And alchemize it and then just be the great person that you are because you know you. I've chosen, yeah, and it chose that it was not a good choice. If, yeah. that's, if, that, if that's real, if that's true, if that's factual, I was all for evolution. If that's when I realized that, like when I actually sat with that, like when I learned that, and I sat with the fact that my soul chose all of these experiences, all this pain, I was like, girl. You couldn't do anything. You could have done anything else. You could have chose all these different paths and you chose this one. But then I actually mm. sat there and I'm like, wow, I see why I did though. Because I, if I didn't go through all those things, I would not be here today. It just takes a while. You can't just you see, change over time. I'm into my, yeah. Because I can't say I believe it. Okay. I have heard it. Okay. I have heard this one. Okay. I don't know if I believe it. Really? But if it's true, mm-hmm. bad choice, go. <laughs> bad Well. Season. I you feel like these things other ways exactly that's how I felt too but I realized I know why I did though because sometimes I think maybe there was no other way yeah. maybe I was like watching my life and I'm trying to like plan out my life and I'm thinking okay this person's gonna do this that means gonna make me learn this and learn mm-hmm. this and I'm gonna be sad about it but then I'm gonna grow and then I'm gonna be strong and then no one can touch me after that. Mm-hmm. because I've literally been thinking of my life as levels and I feel like where I'm at now I would have never survived five years mm-hmm. so I'm like okay I get why you did that but girl the pain the pain. <laughs> but I get it. I kind of get it. Yeah, you it. Now we're all, all this. Go. I am not cleaning up. <laughs> I'm a hippie weirdo. That, yeah. That's the real. That TikTok knows that. But I like, think it's weird. Sam doesn't know that about me. Like, but TikTok knows I'm a I'm a kind of a weirdo. Like, I believe weird things. But, but what, wait, what one would deem weird? Because I don't think it's weird. Right. What one would deem weird? Um, I believe it. So I truly believe it. Listen, I don't, I don't know. Okay, I'm here for it. I, whenever someone's telling me something that maybe is new to me, I'm like, hmm, okay. But the other day when you was on your story, I was looking at your story and you was telling the girls about carrying cinnamon to attract money. Oh, that was on my TikTok. Yeah. And I was like, okay, 
Okay. But when I was reading the comments, a lot of people were like, yes, it was. I know. My, my grandma used to do this. I'm thinking, this is a thing. Exactly. I, I did not make it up. Okay, you know what? It's thing. funny because sometimes I think, I don't want to say sometimes I think I make it up, but like, I have a really like wandering spirit. Like I'm a, I'm a Sag okay? and an Aquarius. Like, come on, I'm just, so what does that mean? I don't know. I'm just, what does it mean to be? I just very free spirit. Like I can just wander a lot and like, I'll just pick up things and just for some reason it resonates with me. So I just pick it up. Like I'm just weird. I don't know. I just, I just have a, I still have a very childlike heart. I have always had, yeah. okay. So anyway, I don't know where I heard that sentiment there. I don't know where I heard it. Okay. But I was like, I just believed it. Like, I don't know. I didn't second quit. I didn't second guess it. There was no, like, this doesn't work. I didn't have any, like, unsure feeling. I just believed it. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I started carrying it. But that, even me telling that story time on TikTok was divinely orchestrated. Yeah. So it just makes me believe in magic more. Because even when I think about that happening, I'm like, I was not even supposed to have the cinnamon on me in the club. Mm. Like, I don't know if you saw me. I was not. Like, like, I was not supposed to have it on. I didn't see that one. I replied to a few people telling them the story, mm-hmm. but anyway, um, I didn't plan on bringing a cinnamon with me in the club. Like, right. like, it, it, like, who, like, no. And I mean, I have it on me in general, but not to the club. I don't usually I don't bring a big purse to the club. Usually, it's just like you know, you have your ID tucked in a little place. Like, mm-hmm. no, I didn't have it on me. But it was one of those moments where you know, you swore you did something. You're just like, I swear I did this. Mm-hmm. Okay, I could have swore I took my ID out and I put it in another little purse. Right. So I took my ID out of where I normally keep it, which is like my actual wallet wallet. And I put it just like dash in a little tiny cute purse I had for the club. And anyway, when we're all getting ready to leave, my friend reminds everyone, hey, make sure you have your ID, keys, phone, wallet before we get in the cab. Sorry, not cab, Uber. But I, I'm from the times <laughs> of cabs, okay? Addy went to, she said, I'm from the times where we still took a cab to the bar, okay? I'm not old, but I'm old. This okay. man with that. So anyway, so we were about to get in the Uber and then, um, I realized that something just told me to double check, even though I know I already took it out. So I double check and I'm like, no way, but where's my ID? Like I could have swore I put it in here. Of course it's not in there. So I had to ask my friend to go back and to get it. And he's gay, but he's a guy still. So like, he's not trying to go in my purse, but he brings me the whole purse. And now I have to bring the whole purse um, to the to, 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 to the club. And that's so like uh, uncomfortable for me, but I wasn't going to tell him oh no put this back like whatever we were leaving like it was just a rush rush thing so whatever I had a little purse on and go to the club and as I get to the club the bouncer girl she's feeling me up and I didn't know she was Jamaican like I first glance I don't know what you are like you're just a black lady but anyway she's patting me down and um she squeezes the purse and she hears crack and she's like oh my god I'm so sorry did I break something I'm like no girl that's cinnamon even me saying that, yeah, I would have never said that because I don't tell people that. I would never, t- I would never no, believe, like, I would never do that because I'm a little rough. I'm like talking a lot. Like, t- even as I said it, I'm like, Tiana, why would you do that? Like, why would you say, why would you tell your business? Why would you do that? And then you know what she does? She comes closer to me and she goes, Yeah, I got tip all the money, money. There were a cinnamon day, you knew I had it. I'm like, Are you a Jamaican? Like, and I did watch you. Did you? But I didn't have that intention. Okay, okay. I remember, I didn't have that intention. Oh. I didn't know I wasn't supposed to have it on me. I think the intention was for that to happen so I can tell the story and for it to solidify in my brain that it does work because mm-hmm. some random Jamaican lady confirmed it. Like, I already believed it. Mm-hmm. But then having some random Jamaican lady heal me up and confirm that was like, oh, see, she knows. Like, yeah, yeah, it works, you know? So, and then even her telling me in that light, like, she, th- she thinks, remember, she doesn't know that I was not supposed to have it on me. Right. So she thinks I'm intentionally bringing it in there to attract 
men's money in the club. Like, oh, don't give me ideas the next time. <laughs> so that's the name. That's the strategy, guys. No, I would never. That's not my intention. But then again, people ask me, like, oh, do you get it? Like, well, that was not my intention. I didn't go there, like, to with the intention that, like, but when I do put it in my wallet, I do walk with the intention that it's going to come to me from all different places. I'm not even going to expect it. It just comes. Like, you know, I'll be at the grocery store. I remember one time I was at the grocery store, and then, like, she's just not scanning things. It's almost like she's doing it on purpose. Like, you know, a lot of things happen to me like that, you know? Yes. Like, and that is abundance. Like, that, those type of things yes. are abundance. Or, like, I'll go somewhere, and they'll be like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, randomly sometimes. And I'm like, abundance. Like, even people are getting so technicalities in the, in the comments. Like, oh, do you get money? I get money all the time. It doesn't matter. And then yeah. it forms. Even a friend buying my lunch. Or, like, you know what I mean? Those kind of things. Yes. And I give it back, of course, in other ways. But that is true abundance and prosperity. It doesn't have to be, like, money. Like, you know what I mean? It could be anyway. Yeah, that's real. All of the retakes there. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's money or a gift, money is not always like actual money. It's true. It, money isn't money. And money is yeah. energy, first of all. That's what I mean. Money is energy in, in the sense that I can get it in multiple ways, in different, in a whole bunch of ways, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be like someone literally you transfer me $500. Like, mm-hmm. that could happen and that probably will. But, <laughs> but it, it's, it's more than just the physical like numbers, you know? It's just, that's true. Yeah. And we start, I actually learned that on a couple of episodes ago, episode eight, um, there was a financial therapist on it. And she was talking about, she talked about money and like just the soul of money, the art of money, all of that other stuff, right? She didn't, she was getting real deep with it. But one of the things she was saying that, that she likes to do with her clients is a resource maps. Mm. And she gets her clients to write down like all the different resources that they have access to in their life. Um, because people usually kind of look at the money in their bank account and equate that to that's all the resources they've got. Not taking into consideration their health, their time, their talents, their skills, their education, their social network, their, mm-hmm. all the other things, like the home they live in, the car they have, and all the stuff that you've got, like all yeah. of your resources, um, that's that's your wealth. That's it's wealth. not just yeah. money. Mm-hmm. So that that's something that I kind of have been looking at as well, thinking a lot more about. And I've kind of re- taken a different approach to career success and... Mm-hmm my income and stuff because I'm realizing like there's just so much more to life than a, a career mm-hmm. I realized that when I have my child actually mm-hmm. I want to go to the zoo I want to go to the beach yeah to have a soft life I know and my definition of a soft life really is not just being rich it's being free mm-hmm. yeah same yeah it's being free because you know you start off and you climb in the corporate ladder and planet and genie and blah Boss babe and yeah, this bloody crap. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to yeah. kick up my foot and relax. Yeah. And eat bun and cheese and chill. Bun and cheese. <laughs> I, I believe that everything is just in balance. And I think that sometimes we just get off balance. We're mm. like, you know, corporate babe is climbing the ladder for five years and then she realized she hasn't talked to her mom in five years. Like, I think Ooh. that's, yeah, like that's what happens. But then I think also, I can't, I know I cannot. Like, I like soft life, but I love to do shit. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm just like, I think that there just needs a balance where it's just like, okay, I can work really hard one day and then the next day go to the zoo. And then I can like do this next yeah. day. That I think that is literally what life is about. Reaching an equal neutrality, equilibrium. I love, I want to say that word so bad. Equilibrium. <laughs> equilibrium. Equilibrium. Well, equilibrium of anything of how you eat of how you live how you communicate a little bit of this a little bit of that a little bit of this a little bit of that and i think that that's that it actually is like true success that's what you I have think. to know yourself yeah and you have, exactly. you have to know how much you've had how much you need yeah how much you're gonna take away how much you're gonna go get more of like of course you need to know 
Um, like you have to know what yeah. you, your person, what you want out of life. Because what works for Sarah don't always work for Sally. Exactly. Like you said, I want soft life, but I would also like to do stuff. Yeah. Not me. I just want <laughs> soft life. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to yeah, really. Like, that's what her is. Spirit. <laughs> the only type of work I want to do is fun, creative work. Mm-hmm. Stuff that's creative. Yeah. Creating this podcast. You know, like, even when I'm working, like, doing my jobs, I'd still do marketing. The creative side of it, directing shoots and coming up with the ideas and all of that fun stuff. Mm. I don't want to write reports. I don't mm. want to do that stuff, that part, the boring, the boring part. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. I understand that it comes with it. Yeah. Like, every job. Even the creative fun ones, they come with that stuff that you gotta do. It's just your responsibility. It's yeah. adulthood. It's adulthood. I'm okay to admit that I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it either. <laughs> I love creative stuff too. Yeah. That's a woman thing. Mm. I think that's a woman's way of but work. Always. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm I'm just yeah. I think it's a woman thing to sometimes not like non-creative work. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because we are creators at heart, right? So we're gonna like that kind of just we like taking care of babies, right? You know, like we left that kind of stuff. Yeah, it, it's about, a feminine thing. Think about the I think about the numbers girls, the math, the math science girls. Of course, but what I mean is like the standard. Yeah, but you're they're just so far off their equilibrium that they don't know. So, yeah, of course. They don't know. The moment that like and that's a lot of times why they push away the men who want to do all that stuff because they're so used to doing it. But, right? but sometimes it's just fun. Like for some for some oh, girls, sure. but I mean like techie things. Of course, like me too. I love that stuff too. But I'm saying is when you're off balance, like if you've right. been doing it for so long, you don't even know what creative mom soft gentle life is. Like that's the off balance. Like mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they do enjoy it. I would enjoy that stuff too if I studied, you know, anything. Like right. I enjoy what's even why I went to it. But again, with the balance, like you know. You gotta kind of have to know a little bit of everything. You have to know the creative side too, the slowing down and stopping and just mm-hmm. kind of listening to the birds. Like, you know, that is, is that's actually sort of tea. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. What? Are we saying that, like, you know, like STEM careers and techie numbers girl, girlies are not like feminine? Are they not in their feminine? Is this what we're saying? Is that I would never want to deem that. I, I, I am in no place to <laughs> say that about mm-hmm. anybody. But what I do think is that when you when you've been in that energy that go 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 like I've all I've done is worked really hard at university to work really hard to get a job now I need to go get a promo like blah, 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 blah. you have not stopped yeah 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 you not stopped and all the roses you have not stopped to 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 cherish anything else in your life like you're just all about the go go and that's 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 masculine energy mm-hmm. masculine energies do 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 um, that's why they don't know how to feel a lot <laughs> I want to say they do but it's harder for them. So it's the same thing. It's like if you're, if a girl is like so like, and I'm not saying there's, there's nothing wrong with that, mm. but if she just needs to introduce a little bit of balance to her life and then she'll probably feel better. Like, I, I, I'm i not talking about anyone specifically, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I just feel that in general, describing anything like that, where you've just been going, 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 going for an amount of time, you're going to, it's going to, it's going to break down. It's going to show breakdown in other places like your mental illness, your mm. health, your aging faster. Like she may not see it, but I'm telling you, her skin probably showing it. Our mental health is probably showing it. So our emotions are showing it. Our ability to not get pregnant is probably showing it. Like all those things are a part of it because she's just like obsessed with working. <laughs> so it's more about the intensity of how you work and how often you yeah. work and how much you work. Not so much the type of work you choose to do. Yeah, of course, because yeah. you love science, girl. Yeah. Science. But it's, you know, that's bad. A lot of these jobs don't allow you to do that. Like, so like you know what I mean? Some jobs do and some workplaces do offer like really good 
work-life balance and they're all about that stuff but some aren't and like it would be impossible for her to be like i'm gonna go to the beach today yeah and she's a fucking scientist like yeah it's literally i i doubt it no i don't know a lot of these um industries as well they're like boys clubs right so you you, you find yourself having to man up in order to excel yeah that's in those industries yeah which is i think i think we do need both though like that's the thing i think there is just that is literally just all about balancing your masculine and your feminine because yeah. Actually, personally, if I could share a little, I think I'm too feminine. Mm. I think that's been my downfall. Okay, now yeah, we get talking to the mic. I want to hand okay. it to you. <laughs> I think I'm too <laughs> feminine, and I say that is just because I sometimes like I suppress my ego a lot. I'm really good at feeling my feeling my feelings. I'll sit there with my feelings for a while. I'll write them down. I'll pretend to do my makeup because I'm sad. Like a lot of feminine things where we're just like, oh, I feel like picking flowers today because of this, and we connect everything in our brain because it's very feminine thing to do to like cherish those slow moments and like animals and like like i think i'm too feminine that's why sometimes when it comes to work i'm just like oh, look at the balloon like you know what i mean that's me like so i really had to step into that to realize okay you cannot you you cannot be this like angelic feminine girl all the time like you have although well, really nice because, because a lot of people take advantage of you they'll talk over you and that's where a lot of friends step on you because they think that you like you don't care because you're just like dilly dally i'm like i'm like a very like you know airy sometimes so i had to realize wow i really have to step into my power in order for people to take me seriously because people don't take me seriously because they're this is the same way men kind of you know ho- hover over women because women are naturally very like flowy and creative like it's the same thing other people in your life will try and like overtake you control you because you do portray yourself as easy to control you you're mm-hmm. portraying yourself as prey right so i now realize i have to really really speak up talk like be confident like when i walk into the room i have to give off the energy that you can't meet okay yeah so I, now that i do that more i'm really good at balancing it like i'll know when to be like especially at work like I'll know when to just like kind of like stand tall and like say I said what I said yeah and then I also know when to be like buddy yeah I'm gonna go so it's even interesting that you say that because that's that although that's probably true you you have your own business period (laughs) period so you have to have some level of like I'm about I'm I'm about my business yeah in order to run a business yeah but it's still a very creative business so it's it's more like you know, like I, I will, do, I will record a video and be like, it'll be so bomb. But then when it comes down to editing it, I'm like, mm, I'd rather record another one. <laughs> I'd rather go to the fun stuff again, like edit it. What? No, not, you know. So, like that's the the editing is the sitting down and doing. That's the matter. That's the well, that's getting done. Right? It is fun, but yeah. like it's still more of like a do. Mm. I'm like, I want to feel the makeup and just like be pretty. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna around, and then it's so fun to do it. And I'd actually be in the moment and like create it and think of all the ideas like you're saying. And and then when it comes down to the after fact and then actually submitting it on time and communicating about it and all, and I'm like, oh, so they think. Well, just, I really had to step into that do energy and I'd get it done and and then and then you can move on. Right? Yeah. And that's and how you live with yeah. on. Uh, yes. Yes. That's how I did it. Yeah. It was like, I need to, but I think a lot of my, my pain did that. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was at the, I was at rock bottom. Like I really? was like, yeah, you have to be so sick of yourself to change. Like mm-hmm. in anything, you can be addicted to anything. And you have to be so sick of yourself to realize, yo, I've been living my life like this for about five years, 10 years. I've been smoking weed for 10 years. I've been drinking with my friends and doing stupid shit for 10 years. Like you have to be so sick of that to realize I'm going to do the complete opposite and I'm going to change everything. I'm going to change my life because in reality, we create our reality. We yeah. create our world. We create our life, right? So we create that in how we talk about ourselves and how we like, and I started to realize I literally created all of this, all this mess in my life. I created, 
I, that's again, I, I chose this. Like, I was stepping back into that. Like I did all of this. How am I going to get out of it? So it was my pain that really allowed me to kind of open up the salon and just realize I need to do something um, to distract myself from a lot of my sins because I feel so I'm just sitting in the feeling mm-hmm. and I'm dying in sorrow. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like you have to do something. You need to be productive. Productive. I feel that yeah. way. I feel that so way. So I wrote it out. Yeah. And then I would just do. So I wrote out the feeling, wrote out what I'm going to do about it. And then I did it. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's a good tip. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote out, I wrote letters to people that I wanted to let go. I, 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 I because I was like, I need to get this out. Right. Because I think I'm bottling up inside. And I, I wrote it out. And then I also wrote what I'm going to do about it because it's like, okay, we've identified this is the problem. You let the problem go. Now, okay, we need solutions. Right. So, I realized, okay, I'm going to do what I, th- and I'm, I'm going to go find people that I think value me. So that, because I think a lot of times when people are going through things, they like really isolate themselves. And I was starting to feel like I was doing that and I didn't want to do that. So what I did was just kind of, you know, still open myself up to people who I knew who valued me, like no matter what. So, you know, I was, I was with family a lot. I spent a lot of time with my cousins. I have like a million first cousins. So it helps like literally a million. My dad is one of 14. <laughs> So I have a million first cousins. So I was with my cousins a lot. And I just, you know, at the same time that I told her, like, I need to go do something with my life. She was like, well, I'm opening up a salon. Do you want to do it with me? And I'm just like, cool. I've been amazing. Like, I was like, this is scary. This is magic. It was crazy. Because I literally just decided I'm going to go through this. And then we don't even talk that much. Like, she's one of my first cousins that we don't really talk that much. But we randomly start talking. And then she tells me she's looking for us. Oh, my God. That's amazing timing. So it was just a, it was a really good timing. We did that. It was fun um it was a lot of work because obviously the place was a ditch yeah we had to like kind of shift it together and um a lot of promoting and then i did a lot of the marketing stuff so you know um but as i made that decision it was almost like i jumped a timeline yeah everything started coming it was like i literally went from like a drought to like waterfall overnight and that's how I know I was making the right decisions because yeah. I was sitting in sorrow. I was, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, la, 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 like crying, sad, like playing the blame game. You can't play the blame game because I did it. Remember, I started to realize I can't blame anyone for this shit. Mm. I did it. So once I got out of that mindset, oh, it was over. I'll take off. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to really start from just taking accountability for all the things yeah. that are going on in your life and mm-hmm. decided to make t- personal change, changing mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. Okay. So what are some of the things that you did to um so yeah i started uh, your i started journaling i think that really helped because again i really felt like my throat chakra was blocked mm-hmm. so if i can't say it i can write it I'm a, I'm a journalist at heart i went to school for journalism didn't pursue it but like i felt like i could i could write it out i can write it yeah so i wrote it out um i did a lot of reading oh my god i there's some books that changed my life i will i don't even know what i would do without some of these books if i keep them with me i like made notes about writings um there's some people in my life, like who my friends, like, oh my God, I don't know what I would do without them. They really, really helped bounce back to me what I needed. Um, and um, I started going to the gym. So I realized that my health was was taking a toll of how I've been feeling. Yeah. A lot of the times your health or even weight is what you're going through because we we as women, we hold our stress and our pain in our body. Yeah. And realize it. So, yo, as I started going to the gym and meditating, it flew off. A lot of people ask me, like, what did you do? I'm like, honestly, I didn't do much. I did change the way I ate a little bit. I fasted more, but I didn't do anything extreme. Yeah. All I did was change my feelings, started started writing things out, letting things go, 
and honestly the weight went with it mm-hmm. like yeah it was that's how you know the weight was just from the trauma yeah yeah it was all trauma weight and once i got rid of the trauma and i let the trauma go it left with it so you know but i did i did i did go to the gym so i was going to the gym twice a week only twice a week like imagine right i was losing weight um i was meditating writing reading um, and spending time by myself. Mm. And I think that's the important part because because I was even able to take, I was in such a, I'm taking accountability for my life state. I realized I always jump to things, right? I know a lot of women can relate to this because I'm going to say this. You turn on the TV at night because you're afraid of yourself. So you need to watch something or you need to like be in something or you're like scrolling. It's like escapism. Yeah. Or you like, you need to call up a friend to talk to them about nothing. FaceTime. <laughs> right. But yeah. Uh, or you need to like, you need to be doing something to hide from your feelings. And I started to realize, oh my God, I do that. Now I also started seeing it in other people too. I would never call someone out. We don't call people out on their shit. But I saw other people doing that too. And that, that's what reassured me in my brain. Oh my God, I used to do that. So I made sure I didn't do that. If I, I just sat there and I read or I wrote and I, yeah. I did not go out. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I keep touching this. Listen, I didn't go out, didn't. Didn't, didn't hide behind anything. Didn't hide behind friends and hide behind food. Didn't hide behind anything. Watching TV. I, I don't, I generally don't really watch TV. So that was a hard, but I just spent a lot of time by myself. So I really got to know who I am, what I like, what I want to do, because I think I mirror people a lot. I started to realize I don't even like this. Like, why did I even do this? Oh, yeah. Because of the people I was around. Right. So then now that I know myself and that also helped with getting in my masculine energy because now I know myself I'm so confident that when I need to step into like the do energy or like stand up for myself it's more easy because it's like okay I'm just so confident in myself now that I know what I'm capable of like mm. you can't tell me shit like there's no way you can walk all over me like hi like yeah. push me down I dare you kind of thing like, yeah yeah and that made you more bold it made me more bold yeah I was always bold but I think it just kind of like I was very easy to like let someone kind of take my shine like I'd be shining and then they would come in and just like oh, she can have it no I'm here now mm-hmm. so now I think it just really helped me like I guess just yeah know myself and just yeah and and, and trust myself because I think I always trust myself but there was just this like really really weird like cloud that would come over me sometime and I would not I would be like oh you know yeah, you'd have a feeling and you like really think it's really strong but then you're like oh no I mean it's just a coincidence like no now when I have a feeling I trust it like I yeah. always trust my gut now my dreams were so powerful during this time, guys. Oh my God. So it was really like everything was confirming. The divine was confirming that I was on the right path. Right. Yeah. Like, my dreams are crazy. Like, I'm, I've so always been a dreamer. So I've been along. Yeah. Always. I'm not being very worried machine. I love dreams. I don't really like sharing my dreams. Oh, you don't? No, period. I love people who say it because you're really there for you. Yeah. yeah. I, I write them down. Okay, well, sometimes good. if I feel really like a strong urge to share it, I will share it. But in general, I kind of just don't okay but i do dream a lot and i, I find it very in- i'm also a lucid dreamer too stop yeah I'm, i love people who lucid dreams so, yeah, so you're conscious in your dream sometimes when so, i don't visit me in the astral <laughs> I, I don't know if it's like that but like i can kind of yeah i can kind of this storyline of my dream sometimes i can control it i love that i go i do my dream oh my god so i don't that mean i manifest easy like anybody who can do that can pro- most of the time manifest. I don't know. It's basically something that happens. I don't know why. I, I, it's not something. I don't know. It's just something I can do. It's <laughs> serious. <laughs> and I, I actually used to think I could. I used to think everyone could. Oh. But I guess not. Everyone has the ability to. It's just you have to. Try. My daughter, every night before she goes to bed, she asks me, what should I dream about? 
So the other day I said to my husband, I said, I think she's, I think she can lucid dream, you know, because I can, and I think she, yeah, I think she can, because why would you ask me that? Yeah, but for really funny. What should I dream about? Every night she asked me that oh, ideas, and sometimes I'll tell her, dream about this, dream about this. She'll go, no, something else. And she'll, <laughs> and I have to give her ideas, and then she'll go, yeah. So then she'll smile and like, all that, I enjoy it. Oh, bet. I, I mean, he, he said, uh, you have no way of knowing what she's dreaming. I'm like, it's true. Yeah. But like, why would you ask me that? No, kid. Listen, I listen to my kid, eh? My hair. Yeah. I listen. Everything my son says, I'm like, I believe him. I just, I believe him because I'm like, listen, they have no, they have no filter. That society has not ruined their train of thought. So they say whatever their gut tells them to say. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> so I believe whatever. Like, I remember one time I was driving. My son was only like. 15 months like my son's like my son has been talking and knowing things from young like that's why i feel like he could survive in school early but it's okay it's not a topic um one time i was driving and i kept like looking back at him i was talking to him just like laughing with him and he goes randomly he's like play with me i'm looking back at him and we're playing and he goes randomly mommy what are you going and like there was nothing in front of me but i think like maybe i don't know it was just he just his internet has changed yeah and he was like mommy pay attention to the road and he was only like 15 when he was young and i'm just like i remember looking at him like okay jeez <laughs> like we're just having fun like i kids know things okay <laughs> children are psychic they're they are nobody said no oh my god <laughs> i have a i have a story that my son and then my that happened that my, my son then woke up so he dreamt this but he dreamt the day, like he knew, like I'm telling you, they are psychic because it was that day I woke up and I realized he was psychic. Yeah. Kids are psychic. They are. They are. Really are. Like, even with like the gender, because obviously I'm pregnant right now. Even with the gender of this baby. Oh, they'll tell you. Yeah. They tell you in their dreams. No, she told me actually like for a matter of fact, my daughter was like, it's a girl. It's a sister. At any time you say to her, oh, it could be a boy, she'd be like, but it's a girl. Like, she's like, no, like, she's like, she's like, like, you are so silly. It's a girl. It's a girl. So you would say to her, yeah, but it could be a brother. And she's like, no, it's a sister. She, yeah. You could tell her nothing about no boy, no brother, no, nothing like that. She'll say, my baby sister, my sister, she, 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 her, her, her. Yeah, yeah. And everyone, I'm just like, this one's sure. Yeah. Yeah, she was right. And then <laughs> my niece was the same. My niece, niece knew she was about to have a baby brother. And everyone's like, yeah, you never know. It could be a girl, it could be a boy. She's like, I'm having a baby brother. And she was like, what, two, three? I'm having a baby brother. I couldn't tell her nothing. And it was, in fact, yeah. Like, and I just trust kids. No, like, true, I trust. They just be knowing. They just be knowing. They just be knowing. Like, I, like anytime my son tells me anything, I'm like, got it. Like, yeah, you run the show, buddy. Got it. Like, yeah, they all the time. They have the going. Yeah, and I trust them. Yeah, I really, I really so, as soon as you said that to me, I'm like, oh, all right, gotta pay attention. Period. Yeah. And I love that you you had that kind of like relationship with your son. I mean, during that time, you would say he was 15 months. During that time, would you say you were still kind of in your funk? Yeah. It's so sad. And you basically watched me mm. go through like the, probably the most traumatic time in my life. So it's so crazy that it had to happen. Like, here I am, like, thinking, oh my God motherhood so magical and like i want to be the perfect mom yet he saw me at my worst mm. it's really really wet wet that, fact that happened i know it happened so you know he's my first born he's gonna be able to say like you know he rode with me like he mm. rode through that 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 shit with me but um yeah i was still i was still going through my phone that time but he he i mean he definitely came here to heal me yeah he's even told me yeah like Aww. one time yeah one time Again, all this stuff comes out before bed. Like, he'll start telling really? stories. Yeah. Because he's trying to not want to sleep. But now he's trying to think of anything in his head that he can tell me. So one time he goes, 
Mommy, you know I came here to save you. Aww. That's so deep, though. I know. I was that kind of kind of freaked me out. I know. I was like, kind of scary. I knew what he meant. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh my god, that's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It's and he did. He did yeah. save me. Yeah. Because it like us and he was the and caddy. He was he was one of the catalysts to change. Yeah. And he was one of the catalysts to my healing. Yeah. Because you know when I was in my abusive relationship with his dad, he was the catalyst to me leaving. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds kind of like. One would not agree because one would be like, he deserves to be in a no. two people relation, no. like in a family with a mom and dad. And that actually was my initial thought the whole time because from when I was pregnant, I knew that this mm. was not the guy for me. I just stayed because I I never got to have both my parents in the same house. And I, that was always the dream I wanted for my children. So I guess I didn't want to let that dream down. Mm. So I literally like kind of suppressed my feel that was nothing i suppressed my feelings in that relationship a lot just for the belief of wanting to have right both of us involved in 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 raising him so like i stayed for a lot i let go of a lot things i should not have have even put up with and then it got to the point where i was realized i was losing myself so much i was changing my friends saw me changing no one recognized me i didn't recognize myself Mm. and i thought is this the mom that Joa chose? Like, I literally thought that. I was like, I, I he doesn't, he, it, it was got to the point where my son was like eight months and he's never smiled. Mm. Because he's never seen, how can he smile when he doesn't see anyone smile? Yeah. Like, my son was a miserable little grumpy boy. Like, if you saw him at eight months, he, he would, he, he did not smile. Aww. He did not smile. It was only until I moved out of that house and slowly started to change my life he started smiling and being a happy kid that he is now oh my god he's a goof but like because i got to be a goof yeah i got to be a goof with him we play we laugh we do goofy things and i love kid stuff so i play with him on the ground too like i couldn't even do that before when i was because my my mind is just i'm i'm in turmoil like you know what i mean with myself with him with everything so i realized joa didn't choose this mom no right so yeah, the lady was before exactly he's like where's that lady yeah he's like where's that lady and it, it did <laughs> suck because then i'm like you know now i'm repeating the cycle now you're not going to have your dad in the house all the time unfortunately but i realized that i had to make that decision for me and him it was it was i could have chose to suppress all my feelings and pretend for the rest of my life like a lot of women do yes or i can choose myself mm-hmm. and choose him and his happiness and decide that we're just going to work out. Mm-hmm. We're so, what, what after here, I didn't know. I didn't know what, how it's going to be like. I didn't know, but I was like, you know what? I feel like anything is better. Anything is better than this period. Yeah. So it worked out. I mean, he goes to his dad whenever his dad decides. Um, and yeah, he has so much people around like my family. Like he loves my brother mm-hmm. um, and me and then my mom and um, his cousin like li- lives with us so he has my like he just has so much people around he, long, he doesn't even realize it yeah he he probably won't realize until he's like a teen to be honest because right now he's just swarmed with love and abundance mm-hmm. and that's on that and that and now i can even give him that right mm-hmm. so but even yeah. even you say like he won't realize until he's a teen like even yeah. when he does realize he'll understand then like, i hope he does he'll that, understand i really like he'll understand your decision first make make it first yes it's gonna be hard when I have such a opposite um, person again on the other side. 
Um, <laughs> um, it's going to be a little hard with it, with, with those type of manipulating, um, actions. Um, you know, cause you know what I, I want to be the most genuine and sincere mom ever where I hold him with his emotions. I talk about it. I explain things. And then we have, um, his other parent who a lot of the times is just all about manipulation and, and only my way in the fence. So that's going to be really hard. I yeah for a challenge, but, um, I did the first step, which was just completely revamping myself and learning how to control my emotions. And that way I can just teach one thing I, I, I pray that I can have that he'll take after me. I literally pray. I, I, that's something I think about all the time. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's why I know I have to be the best I can be because he has to be, he has to learn. I yeah. really think that every, every day I think, oh my God, I have to be the best. Mom. Like there's, there's, there's moms. And then there's me. I feel the best mom ever. <laughs> like I need to learn. I literally went and read books about everything. Everything I, I'm like, I need to know because I need to know how to deal with mm. it. Because I, I have, his other parent is not going to do these things. Mm. And I need to know how am I going, I need, I need, I need, I knew that I was up for a challenge and I knew that I was going to, I was like, I'm, I'm going to win. I'm going to win because love wins. Mm. Yeah. That's, it was, it was that. And it's like, it is a lot of pressure, but I understand where you're coming from. Like, You've got to intensify your side of things because you know what's going on over over there. Mm-hmm. And I can't control that. I had to realize oh, I can't control that. That's that was hard to let go of too, realizing you cannot control this anymore. Mm. You cannot control the things your son watches. Yeah. All the things he hears. Like, why is he coming home saying Captain America? I'm pretty sure that's for like 13 plus. Yeah. Like those kind of things. <laughs> Swallow. Right, right? <laughs> so yeah. I'm like everything is fine like that's really hard for a control freak mom right mm. that i probably was when i was a lot had a lot of anxiousness and yeah and now i'm just like like you know i'm learning how to deal with those things and more and honestly it's all for him it's all so that he can see and just have more of a better role model when it comes to dealing with emotion yeah and then i just hope like what you said is he makes to make so much with you can only you can only like obviously being raised a christian i heard this one a lot train up a child in the way they should go and they won't depart from it. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that. Like, exactly. you give them the right ingredients and the tools. And exactly. You, you, you and I impart this stuff into I can't make the decision for him. I, I realize I cannot make the decision for him. So if he decides he's going to go live with his dad, God damn it, they I can't. And they kind of yeah, have it. They, they do. They do. They, he, they are going to have that ingrained because I know that there's another person manipulating him. So I already know that that's going to happen. I'm ready for it. Right. You know what's going to happen. the stuff that you ingrain is there too. Exactly. So that's why I have to just realize that love will win. Yeah. And that's really where it comes down to. Yeah. Like true. Un- but he'll also see, like you said that, you know, you know the time maybe he spends over there is not as consistent as the time. Yeah. And that's the other thing. It's not as consistent. So you want to let his law, his alcohol. Oh, he knows. And the thing is, he knows. Like, I, yeah. I'm sure. He's you already sure to realize that. I just have to trust. It's all about trusting my knowing, knowing I'm, I, that he's going to make the right decision. Yeah. But at the end of the day, this is decision. I think that me not having any expectations is what is going to work out. My yeah. Life. You have to remove yeah. your expectations. That's so true. But I've noticed that even me as an adult, sometimes I think to myself, like, I wonder how my mom feels about mm. all her kids just going off and living their lives. Oh, one's living yeah. in country. One's doing this. One's doing that. Yeah. Like, how would she, how must that feel for her as a mother, knowing that her kids have just all gone off and doing what they're doing? Mm. And, I have to just know that she probably just trusts that what she put in us is there. Mm-hmm. And it is. Because sometimes I'll go out and live my life and I'll be making my own decisions, right? 
but I just hear my mom's voice <laughs> or like something she taught me and it's just in me and it's Good. just like oh you know like yeah. you know you feel it and you're just like all right yeah mom wouldn't like that or she, my, my mom always used to say like stuff like that is in your head or even my dad like sometimes I'll be tidy in the house and hear his voice in my head of like the way he said I should do it like the way he said I should sweep or the way he said I should it's just in there yeah so you 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 just like even I if I use that as an example that's kind of how I find peace sometimes knowing that whatever I'm teaching my kid like she's gonna just remember this even the, even the stuff you don't want even if she decides that she doesn't want to follow the instructions I gave or if she doesn't want yeah. to kind of go with the guidance I gave at least I know she is in her brain it's in her brain now you can decide what you do with that yeah. but you hear me in your head exactly <laughs> that's I know that's, you hear right. me. that's literally it yeah they pick up everything and the thing is more is they watch you yeah they watch you everything so now my son comes everything I do like I'm reading a book he's watching tv but now he wants to read a book Mm-hmm. Right, we have to be role models, not tell them what to do. Because how dare I say go read a book while I'm scrolling on my phone? <laughs> yeah. So I started to realize that literally it's everything I do. How dare I tell them to eat healthy if I'm not eating healthy? Mm-hmm. You know. So I can't like. So that's why I know if I'm eating something, I just share it with him. If I'm reading, I'm like, okay, you can read too from mm-hmm. on my phone. Then you can go on the iPad. Like, you know, we just have to marry each other. And that's literally. I started to realize everything is everything. It's the same thing with anything. You're always mirroring back what it is you're going through. Mm. You have a friend and your friend, like there's always, there's just a mirror. There's a reason you guys connected because there's a mirror, right? To each other. Yeah. There's some, yeah, yeah the thing that is, that's very true. Mm-hmm. Also, the another very key thing here is actually understanding what you're dealing with. So you're able to prepare yourself in the exactly because you know, girl. I read every book on toxic people, narcissism. I I've read. I sometimes even as they're doing things, I can tell you why they're doing it because I literally I I understand their book right now, and I get it. And you know what's crazy? It's actually the same. It's two sides of the same coin as an empath. It's the same thing. Mm. It's kind of sad. And deep, deep down, if you take the onions off of a narcissist, you find an empath. And it's the same thing with an empath. If you take the onions off, you, you find a narcissist. It's really the two sides of the same coin and trauma is in the middle. Mm. And and so, you know, to heal any of these things, all you have to do is go back to the trauma, realize where it started and realize how you're going to make a change. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. So I'm not saying that, you know, I'm perfect or anything like God. No, I know I have work to do. But what I did was I really tried to find the root cause of why I'm like this. Why did I do all this? Why did I do yeah, yeah. And then all I can do now is 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 make the decisions to get out of this, make better decisions, yes. be a better person, change my life, all from learning what why that these people are leaving like this, why I'm like this. Yeah, why I'm like this, why they're like this. It's so true. Yeah. I'm because I'm I've been doing my research too. And then <laughs> doing my research too. But I think one thing I've realized is that before I knew anything about a narcissist, before I knew anything about those types of I also people, do want to mention that um I know narcissist is a very, very common term these days. And I think it is yeah. because a lot of people are, we're in the time of unrevealing truths, right? So I can see why narcissism is kind of a hot topic right now. But I do want to say that narcissism is a spectrum. Okay. We all have narcissism abilities. Mm-hmm. You can only really label someone a narcissist if you notice patterns, something that's happened over so, and over and yeah. over again, over multiple, multiple times. Because I can admit to you, I've probably displayed narcissistic characteristics at times in my life. Everyone, but, everyone yeah. has, right? Especially as kids. But you don't act like that all the time with everyone, and it has that for the past fifteen years that I can that you can label out, like you know what I mean. So that that's that's why it's a spectrum. Like we all have gases yeah. in us, we all have empathism. It's only when it becomes a disorder 
or I can label you one is if literally you display the same things over and over yeah. and over and over again. That's what I'm not like to use that term. No, I okay. do like to use it. Oh, you do? I use it correctly or the right. I think a lot of people are using it for Yeah, a lot of people are not. I'm yeah. using it right. Okay. And I have, but, and, and I, what you said is key. These people, they don't necessarily display these traits to everyone. Mm-hmm. When you're a victim of it, um, and you're telling people, he's done this to me, he's done that to me, or he has said this, he said that, they think you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you start thinking you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, him? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't see it. Yeah. Nobody sees it. Because yeah. he just does it to me. Mm-hmm. Right? When you actually start to think, maybe he's right. Maybe I'm the problem. Maybe I did oh, this. Maybe I... If the, the gaslighting that they're doing, it's all starting to work. And you're actually blaming yourself yeah. for all of this. Oh, I shouldn't have said this. Oh, I shouldn't have done this. And then you, your view break down. Yeah, mm-hmm. your they start to break you down. Mm-hmm. Your personality starts to disappear. You're yeah. crushed. You're being because mm-hmm. you're believing it. Yeah. Now that happens sometimes when it's like over a period, years and years and years of being treated a certain way, and then you start to really think that maybe it's me. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is you learn about narcissism. You learn about personality disorders. You learn about these things. And then it's like, you just switch on. You start to realize, hold on, it's not me. This is what they do. When they're saying this, this is what they're doing. Oh, right now they're gaslighting. Oh, right now they're playing the victim. Oh, right now they're, and you're starting to see it all. And then you're able to equip yourself to kind of snap out of it and and escape because you're learning about what you're up against, what you're dealing with, and you stop blaming yourself. That's why I say it's the key is really to know what you're dealing with. Mm. Because if you don't know what you're dealing with, you will stay in the relationship thinking that you've it's done true. something. Yeah. Or the reason why he's mad. Yeah. Or you're just, it's more like you'll fall into all their traps. Yeah. Yeah. You'll fall into all their traps. Um, yeah. Then you and you can learn to control your emotions when yeah. you're talking to them and things yeah. like this. Like, that's what they love. They love that. You know how hard that is for me? Like, I, I, I want anyone who knows <laughs> me personally to realize how hard it is for me to, to not be I am the most dramatic person <laughs> ever like there's dramatic in my tone and my attitude and how I dress and my hair and everything no wonder I attract because literally it's it like any two you say anything to me it's written all over my it's written all over me yeah. okay drama class love me improv me I can do it <laughs> right so you know how hard that is for me oh my god to be boring babe <laughs> And to just like hold it in. Listen. And you know this person's trying to get right yeah. out of you right now. Yo, I I literally am just like, be boring, Betty. Be boring, Betty. Be boring, Betty. Don't rise. Don't rise. I don't, do it. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Goodbye. Like me. Oh, it's so hard for me. But yeah. I got it under control. Boring Betty. She wins. I like living. Turn around. <laughs> Cut boring Betty's high on. Yeah. Be boring Betty. When you're dinner. And then when they're gone. <laughs> Dude. And. What's you wrong about girl? Like, I'm, no, back, I'm back. It's a beautiful thing that I really have to learn. Okay, no one deserves that part. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I have to be careful with who deserves that free flowing tattoo. Like, who deserves her? And then I'm like, okay, this person deserves boring Betty. Okay, great. Put the boring Betty hat on. Oh, period. I love that, you know? Yeah. Because they another thing her. is that like, even when you are like vibrant and bold and happy and confident, they hate it. it. Yeah. They just, they just see that I want to crush you. I know. They just see I want to diminish you. And that's what I heard down. I'm like, oh, Tiana, I don't let it. Yeah. yeah. And then just hide her. You know how hard that is? Yeah, it's very hard. Uh, so but like, like, you have to, and I've yeah. done that too, like, yeah. tone it down. So I'm like, I boring Betty. Don't let them see you winning thriving happy because they're just gonna try and say stuff to make you feel bad yeah. about your accomplishment or 
do stuff to make you feel less. And if they don't do it to your face, you're going to do it to somebody else. Yeah. And I don't care what they say to other people. Oh, of course. Really, listen, if I would rather be the girl being talked about mm. than the dusty bitch talking. Okay. Yeah. Talk about me. Period. Okay. Talk about me all you want. Because if you post the you and talk yourself, no one's listening. Yeah. That's why you gotta talk about me. Yo, I get it. I, I get it. I would talk about them too. Okay. <laughs> and so would I. No, it's true. Like, I feel that. You, and it's like they're competing with you all yeah. the time. Oh my God. Listen. It's a competition every day. Even when it comes out. I can't believe. Even when, <laughs> even when it comes out so blatantly, like, it's just like, like the like small little things I would do, like little creative dumb things I would do. Like, I'm going to say, I'm going to share an actual specific story. Okay. This one's really cute. So my son had like really small his first Jordans ever. So they're really tiny. Yeah. And like size two and they're so tiny. Um, and I don't re- I didn't remember that he bought it. I guess he did. I don't know. How am I gonna remember that? Thought the dumb small things. Anyway, um, they ended up at my house when I moved out and I had just got a new car. So I took them and I tied the laces and I put them over the Yeah. Yeah. And they were so cute, okay? <laughs> and of course I pull up one day and he sees them. So he's like, she's like, oh like I want those back, like, blah blah blah. I took them off and then I'm like this is before I even learned to never ever talk to them yeah <laughs> or just don't again so I think it said something like don't let me see them on your dashboard or whatever oh so I already know I called yo literally the next day where are they you would have never thought to do that if you didn't it's so pathetic no, but it's not it's, it's pathetic but then it gives me that it was that shit that gave me the boost like yo I'm gonna have bitch for real oh my god I am li- that's why all you bitches copy <laughs> <laughs> no honestly like it really makes you see something yeah I don't know. I'm, I'm flattered now when I see it happening I'm flattered I'm flattered I'm like me too. I mean, I feel smart. Like, my influence is so low key, but it's high key. Yeah. So I'm like, I like it now. And I put it to myself, like, do they see that how big they look? Like, how lame they see? I know. I don't know if they care. I don't know if they notice that that they are being so. They would yeah. rather get us riled up than even care about looking embarrassed, I think. I don't think they care. Sometimes I don't do think they, they care. Do they feel no. embarrassment? No, I don't think so. Because they've never done like, it. They're so into themselves that they don't even think that anyone would ever even think that yeah like it's crazy it's almost like they are set it's into the yeah so that they would never they have to boost themselves up so much they would never even think that someone would even they don't even have the audacity to think that someone else would even think they're embarrassed like embarrassed mm-hmm. they don't have the they don't, it's not on their brain yeah i think that's so they're so insecure yeah i'm happy with themselves yeah that, but then they really, make themselves i hate good. talking about this now without talking about the empathy because so are so are empath mm-hmm. empaths are just no and i don't know an empath and i don't yeah. know much about yeah empath. it's the same because a lot of the times I think what happens is we come, we, we start talking about narcissists and we come on this like, yeah, I mean, they're like this, they're like this, like, but without taking the accountability, you attracted that person. There has to be mm-hmm. something in you that you have to work on to realize why, that, that's why I stopped the blame game. So because me, something in me attracted this person, why? That means something's wrong with me too. Just as much things that are wrong with him are wrong with me. So that's, and that's so- why I have to always bring that up to level it out because I can, talk shit about him for days then i have to be like damn girl you you up there too babe girl it's different so, i feel like there are different ways to do oh yeah it comes okay. in different ways but because there are some yeah because that i mean yes but then also like there are some people who are kind of like raised by oh narcissists. yeah for sure. you have a so it's like as a child yeah. you're oh, kind yeah. of like your brain is you are it's like a platform it prepared you to be their victim yeah. and there's like yeah. not much you can do as a kid like yeah. when you're being 
raised that way. Some people are raised by narcissists, like parents, older siblings, old uncles, aunties. You know, parents? Okay, so I knew up like I, that. I, I, I definitely see both my parents have, and both of them, both my parents both have narcissist tendencies, and I only now see it because I know about it. Mm. And I have a little bit more, how do I say, like, of a of a unconditional hand for them and love because I still do for my narcissist actually for my ex I definitely my narcissist yeah I might not it's like I am not gonna explain you ever again but I do actually have unconditional love for you because thank you you were the catalyst to me the, you, nothing can break me now thank you I obviously chose you to be the person to lead me to be this amazing woman that I am today so thank mm-hmm. you but to my parents or anyone's parents who like I think we I just think it's a little different for them only mm-hmm. because I know that a narcissist is that way they are because of survival, but they have no choice in this day and age. Why? Because there's tools, there's the internet, there's friends. And why, yeah. how do you think I learned about it? There's books, there's the internet. There's so much t- people you can connect with to get rid of those trauma um, mm. tools that you bought. Well, that's the narcissism obviously because of trauma. There's so many ways to break those things down in this day and age, but our parents didn't have a lot of those things. Mm. Like our parents didn't have, like that's why now we even know what gentle parenting is. Our parents did not know what gentle parenting was. Like, mm. you know what I mean? So now our kids are going to grow up healthy and bond, but we of course didn't get that because our parents were not going to pick up a book on how to parent. Like they, no, they would never do that. They were stuck in fight or flight. They mm. were literally stuck in survival mode that they didn't even know what, they, they have less control over what, they don't even know what they're doing. They don't even know. Yeah. But I think that in if you're a narcissist in this day and age, boo you because you know what you're like. There's no way you don't know. There's so many access to resources that you can fix your shit. Okay, <laughs> but yeah. a parent, they're so old now too that it's just like them changing is almost like the end of the world. Mm-hmm. So I have a little bit more of a cushion for them only because, like sometimes I think about even like I try to put myself in my like they they literally we're we're more emotionally intelligent than them mm. like a hundred percent. And I think that's because we now have both sides of it. We've we've been raised by narcissists, we've experienced narcissists, so we know how to navigate our way out of it because we have tools, we have friends, we have community groups. Yeah, and like, I mean, they didn't have any of that. They were so closed off. They were so like in scarcity mindset. Like, you know, I mean, they still mm-hmm. are. So like, I I I have a more of an unconditional. Like, I I look at them and I kind of just like, mm, I can't. I mean, I I I, th- I can definitely say my dad displays narcissism tendencies too. But I think the only way for us to change that is to literally, like, I know, I even noticed my parents shift just from me shifting. From yeah. seeing me change out of being this broken, sorrow, little girl crying about everything to who I am now, like, when me alchemizing that and just now thriving in life, they've changed. Because I think just from me going, watching me go through that and talking about it, they started to even reflect and see the things in themselves. So I think that the only way for our parents to even Stop the first step, which is acknowledgement, is for us to lead that by mm. by speaking our truth and alchemizing it. So that's why for them, I, I I hate like I love my dad, I love my parents. They're they are a little narcissist though. <laughs> 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 like, I I have a little bit more of like you grew up this way because you literally had no choice and your parents like it. Mm. And you didn't know anything else. I understand that like, yeah, this is a mate. Like that stuff stuff goes yeah. out in their childhood or in their life or whatever that makes them the way they are. Um, And then they find their victims from like, mm. in one way or another. Yeah. It could be a partner or this or that. Uh, You know, maybe they go ahead and have children and that's their victim or maybe they have a sibling, little sibling and that's their victim mm. or whatever. 
they find their people that they're gonna just they find their people trust. They find their people and yeah. you're right in the sense that they still something in you that made you a good victim. Mm-hmm. So it could be that you were an empath, or it could just be that you were a kid. Yeah, and it was and it was easy. A kid, yeah. It was or because you were a kid, or because there's something about you that made it easy for yeah. them to be like, okay, this one, this mm-hmm. is the one. That's true. This is who I'm gonna. Yeah, that's who we're gonna pick. Mm-hmm. So you're right. There, they see something. And sometimes what they see is not your fault. Mm-hmm. And sometimes what they see is your fault. Mm-hmm. And that's where you have to start looking at yourself and say, what is it about me that's making this? Like, why are they? Why me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's where that's where the change starts mm-hmm. because. You know, same. I, I relate this back to a bully all the time because it's the same thing. Bullies are the same. It's the same. Yeah, it's the same. I remember in people, school, people. Yeah, I remember in school when I used to get bullied. I didn't get bullied a lot because I adopted this idea early on where if I don't react, they don't bully me anymore. Mm. So I'd stop reacting. They would still do it a little bit, but I think they started to notice that I wasn't moving. So they would just do it more passively, which helped because the more pa- passively you do it, the more I'm going to pass it off. Mm. So... Yeah, it's the same thing. Like, you know, with so the more I kind of ignore it, my parents or with anyone with friends, my ex, anyone who's moving those toxic narcissist ways, the more I ignore it, the more I literally just kind of slide right by it, be boring about it, whatever, the less they're going to do it. Or right. the less they're even going to try me. Right? So, yeah. Try me, babe. Don't try me. I feel like um, kids... Cause I, I was bullied a lot, right? Mm. In school. But I realized that because I, I, I kind of tolerated the bullying. You don't know, but it's as you get to an adult, mm-hmm. then you're like, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. This is why everybody thinks they could try me. Mm-hmm. And then you, you kind of start switching and you start mm-hmm. learning, you start bossing up mm-hmm. and like you start getting your backbone. Mm-hmm. And then your narcissist starts crying because they, cause they feel themselves losing, mm-hmm. losing grip. I know. You're this, you're that. But that's when they're, that's, a, that's actually, the, I love that time. Yeah, me too. Fully done when the, when the contract's over <laughs> and you've gotten the gold from all the pain and you're just in but the so energy. And then that's when they really come out. Like you literally could, you just see all of it because you now you know you're a totally different person. Mm. So, but they still try you. Oh, I know. Yeah, they still, what I'm saying is when you're in that, I want to say high priestess energy, and you're just like, I'm. I already know, like you know who I've been. I'm never gonna be that person again. And then you realize they're still there. Mm. That is the best feeling. I'm sorry. Yeah, what is true? That feeling where I'm just like, wow, you still doing that? Like, yeah. you, like that. Y'all, you're doing shit from like three years ago. Like, damn. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm on a new level. Like, mm. I, I almost can't even see you. My frequency so high, baby girl. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. <laughs> and I wonder what happens. Like, they melt down. Like, what, what happens when they really? Yeah, I don't. I roll you any. I know. But you have to. Be, they just find someone else. That's a life. They just find a victim. They just find someone else. Yeah. But it's like a lifelong, it's like a lifelong battle to protect and shield yourself from these. And I hate even talking like this because honestly, my true loving souls, I really hope they heal. Like honestly, like I like I see, I are an empire. Yeah, I am. Like, I, I, no, I don't care why. I hope something good happens to you. And you see the light, and then you walk towards it. Truly, I, so you do have. You are an empire. Because of real. Because love will win. Like yeah, yeah, I am. Think that me now. I'm all to get out. I'm the type you know? of person that them tell you how opposite I am. If I break up with someone or we fall out, I don't wish you well. <laughs> I don't wish you the best. So I don't. I don't think in your future. I don't care. I love to be honest. I have you're so funny. I love to be honest. I'm like, okay, we're done. 
whatever happens to you from here on out, I don't care about it. Oh, I'm like, I'm not, I don't have that type of empathy. So people, if I don't care. I would definitely detach. Mm. I, I detach a lot. I'm really good at detaching. So I, I detach, but I actually want you to get back. Yeah, no, like, I, I don't. Do. I don't I care. Do. If you, and I do. It's so good, good for you, but I don't care if you do or not. Like that's. Oh yeah, I don't care if you do or not, but. I want to, I want to envision that future for you. Like, yeah, I, I don't, yeah. I don't even want to, I don't want to envision any future. I don't want to envision you at all. Like, I don't want you in my life. I don't want no, you. No, I don't want to envision you either. Like, that was like, I don't, like, oh, I don't want to you. I don't want to think about you either. Like, I think I don't think about you, but it's just in my knit heart. Like, I want everyone to experience, I guess, the, the, the ability to get I out of the like like, I'm not all that. Like, I, I want you to. I just, thought that way. I don't care if you do. I don't care to check up on you. I don't care. But, like, I, I guess you could say, okay, I do wish you well. Yeah. I guess more because I'm like, I forgive you. I have to forgive you in order for me to move on because then I'll just hold on to it. Like I literally, everyone who's, every person who's out of my life where it's been like a fight or like my ex or like someone like a friend or like even a pet cousin, like, or I'm just like, oh, we don't talk anymore. I literally have thought I have to forgive you in order for me to move on because I yeah. myself or even enter myself into a situation. So I literally forgave you, let it go. Forgive you with love. Goodbye. I don't want to think about you. I don't care if you're doing like, I really don't care about you, but I have to forgive you mm-hmm. in order to move on. Like, I guess it's just like, I just, yeah. Because, it's it'll, because then when I see you, I'll get those like, and I don't want those. I literally just want to see you and go, hey, see, you know, like, I don't yeah. even get, if I see someone who's crossing me or done me wrong, yeah. I don't even get like anger. Built. No, I won't get anger. Yeah, there's nothing. There's I feel like, you like feeling of like <laughs> uncomfortableness and I don't want that. I know that usually comes when there hasn't been like a, a, resolution. a resolution. So my resolution in my head is forgiving you. So I know if I've forgiven you, then I can't, I won't feel anything mm. because I already know it's over. I guess that that's just how, I guess how I've learned. Yeah. No, I, I, I respect it, yeah. that. Like, yeah. I respect that. And I feel like this is what the world needs it. And not everyone can be cold like this. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, no, I wouldn't be cold like me. Because I wouldn't be cold like you. Right. We would not be in a good world if everyone was just so cold. But here's the thing. Are you, Leo? Yeah, that's why. Oh my god, I love that. But I'm, I was here. I'm loving. Like I, I, I love my people. Yeah. Once you show me that, like you, you're really trash. (laughs) Like I tried with you, and I gave you such a good. I gave you such the best of me too. Like I cared. I was generous. I showed up for you. Mm -hmm. I defended you. You know, like I really gave the best of myself to you, and you absolutely Mm -hmm. deserve. Mm -hmm. So now. Go along. <laughs> I'm in a business. <laughs> I don't care what happens to you now. You're not going to get the best of me. Like, yeah. I already gave you the best. Now yeah. you have the worst. Yeah. Now you're not boring Betty. Yeah. Now yeah. you can just yeah. like no longer get. Why should I just be wishing you well? That's the best of me. I mean, you don't get that anymore. You had that already. You had it. I gave it to you. You didn't like it. You didn't appreciate it. You didn't cherish it. And you're not getting it now. Yeah. The fact that I know he's going to be upset um, about me talking about this is part of the throw chocolate blocking because i had a dream and it basically told me that you have to still talk despite what you know is going to happen mm-hmm. yeah so i already know that it's my duty to say something it's my duty to talk it's my duty to tell the truth and i can't give a fuck about this feeling mm-hmm. you know the same thing i can't i can say i'm, I'm speaking the truth so if yeah. you're bothered by it or triggered by it then you need to go deep within yourself to realize why you're triggered by that yeah because if someone is gonna go admit that tiana is like tiana so if someone says tiana didn't invite me to a birthday party you're absolutely right i did not period okay there we go. <laughs> so you know like we could someone wants to talk about something i did great let's talk about it unless you're lying which oh, half the time they are but i mean like even then even if you're lying i don't even care to clear it up babe 
I don't even care to clear it up. I don't even care. Yeah. Beyond. I'm not going to waste my energy. Yeah, I don't even care to clear it up. Clearly, things I know is not true. Yeah. That's true. And I feel like one of the... And that's what they want. They want you to clear it up. I don't yeah. care. I don't care. Believe what you want to believe. That's what I say. Like, God knows. And then when you to be afraid, <laughs> they want you to be afraid. Yeah, they want you to be afraid. Yeah, God knows. So, so. Yeah, now I'm just, I'm not divine. They don't ever. Yeah. I don't need to explain myself. Period. Yeah. That's the only, uh, this is just like to what, me. What, 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 I don't think there's that anyone that could say or do anything that would bother me except maybe him. Like, if, yes. he, was, if he was a narcissist, that would freak me out because it's too close to home. So do you see how I freak out it was? Yeah, your kids. So I can see. Yeah. Exactly. That's what the manipulation, see what I'm talking about. That would, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I've just thought about it. Like any kind of narcissist, I guess you just keep distance, right? Yeah, I don't yeah. want to deal with them. But so if you share you... a child, yeah. When... Okay. In one of the old posts, um, there are so many ladies who were saying that they're kind of like afraid to stand up to their baby dad because, of course, yeah, he's a not. Yeah. Like, damn, you can't be. And they have even advice. They you. smell that fear on them. Yeah. They smell it. Mm-hmm. They smell it. And like they, they want you to be afraid. Anyone wants you. Any narc wants you to be afraid because that's their power, right? So. I'm not afraid. There's yeah. nothing that you can do that because there's no, like I had there like there's absolutely nothing. But yeah. like because I already don't even entertain you to the point where so it's just like I think a lot I, what I this is what I truly think. I think a lot of women are stuck in trying to clear things up. Because of all that, because it's sending it all, he's sending long texts to say it's all. Or hold on, calling up everyone to let them know what really is. Like, no, baby girl. It does not matter. You have to realize they're going to do it regardless. Yeah. They're like, they're going to do it. So I already know that the lies about me are going to come regardless. They're going to come. The, the story, they're going to come regardless. Whether, what, even if I'm the most amazing person at all, they can't stand amazing. So there's no way you can't, you can't meet them. And hey, even if you're, even if you're bad, they're going to say you're bad. Even if you're good, they're going to say you're good. So get out living your life for them. So you don't have to clear up anything. I think that's the problem. Women are still caught up in having to, call up other people to see if they're lying or like no just assume they're already lying like i think that's the problem because i already see even like people around me in that same energy and that's why they're afraid because they're still in the they care they care they care oh child they care too much still let's see i don't go fuck for the women who are afraid of what their baby father, their narcissistic baby father will do if they start speaking out, sharing their story, sharing their truth. Because that I just thought about this, like, I, I can imagine women are afraid to move, afraid to make decisions for themselves and their families because they're afraid of what their narcissist is going to do. Yeah, I know. Like, how do you break out of that? You're not afraid. <laughs> I'm not. Like, how? I'm not, I don't know why I'm not afraid, but I think it's just because there's nothing that you you i've been so broken there is nothing that can break me even more mm. and that's usually how strong people are made like real ass strong people mm. they're made because they've seen the core i've seen the earth's bottom of core there is nothing you cannot do to me i have not already experienced so mm. i've experienced people talking shit i've experienced people believing lies i like i don't care mm. so i think a lot of the time is girls care too much where they're still sending long text messages they're still calling to clear things up so there's no clearing things up. They already made it up to begin with. Yeah. Um, so I think that you just got to let it go. 
Mm. And I think that's what I did. I just let it go. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I'm in my own life. I don't even see you. I don't even <laughs> see you. I don't even mm. see you. Y'all, y'all need to see talking. I don't care what you think. I don't care what you think. I don't care what you think. Mm. You're going to think whatever you want because let me tell you something. If I bring you a batch of cookies because I'm just in such a good mood and I decided that I'm going to bring cookies for everyone here today and I brought you cookies, you are going to be like, oh my God, thank you so much. And then you, you're going to be like, who's this bitch next year? She bring me cookies. That right there is an example of you're going to respond to me in however mood you're in. So whoever doesn't believe anything about me, it's because of how you feel. Mm. Because I'm going to present myself as authentic as possible. But however you see me, it's how you're feeling. So if you're in a bad mood, you're going to be like, who the fuck is this bitch thing she is with her little prissy ass pearls? Yeah, that's me and my prissy ass pearls. But because you're not prissy ass pearls, or you're mad about something you didn't get done stuff today, you're mad at my prissy ass pearls because you, looking as fine and confident as you are, is going to accept my prissy ass pearls. And you're like, oh my God, girl, where'd you get them? Because that's what you really want to ask me. That's what you want them. No, I get it. I think it's true. I'm like, you have to get your head out of the illusion that they've created. They've created yeah. this illusion that like, if you cross me, bad things are going to happen to you. Yeah. You're going to regret it so much. And like, you get afraid to, to stand up to, to these yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, I think. And but I think, you have to realize that it's a, it's just fake. They can't mm, actually do anything. I love it. It's fake. Except if they can do something to you. So that's what I was saying earlier. I get afraid. Like, I, I'm not afraid of any anybody. You can't do or say anything to me. I've actually, I've been, but I've been through it all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's nothing you could do. Except I think about my husband and like, what if he was a narcissist and we broke up and like, what would I do? Like our kids, like, I would be so afraid that maybe he'd try and get full custody of my child or like, mm -hmm. I'd never see them again. Like all of these things would start. I'd start thinking all the worst. And I know that a narcissist ex, baby father, would probably be saying all that stuff too. Like, mm -hmm. I'm gonna take him, yeah. I would've did da 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 How do you get yourself out of like, the fear that that kind of would plant in your brain? Well, step one, this is where the healing comes. Because once you're healed, you don't have fear in your energy, mm -hmm. right? Like, I don't fear a lot of things because I know fear is only going to attract what I'm fearing. Mm -hmm. So I already changed my thoughts, feelings, fear actions. Fear and faith in the same way. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's opposite. They're the direct opposites. And I've already changed my thinking. I've changed my energy. So I changed my thoughts, feelings, actions, and words and they're they're faith they're they're all i believe in the divine i trust my knowing i tr like i'm all on that wave so i already know that if i'm having fearful thoughts that's what i'm going to get mm. but if i'm having thoughts of what exactly that is i know it's going to happen that's what's going to happen mm. so that that's what i mean is that's the core that's the foundation of healing is just changing those things and then everything else flows Anything. because how you respond to him is going to flow how you move is going to flow how you make the decisions is going to flow with that foundation of healing that you did which is healing your thoughts actions feelings and emotions which is just in general healing your life like sorry ch changing your life so and healing, uh, your, life. And healing your life yeah so like i don't i don't even think about those things because i know it, it's, it's impossible not true. yeah yeah it, it's impossible. but you know what's you know what's funny yeah it is, and it is impossible yeah. you're right and you know what's funny about that whole thing or what's like the craziest part is the majority of the time the women who fear that their ex will like take the child and do one of this that is the same ex who doesn't even want to see the kid. I That's know. The same ex who doesn't even want to see the kid. The fact that you're still fearful is still his manipulation. You're yeah. still under his because manipulation. Because if you really take yeah. away everything he said and look mm -hmm. at the facts, he doesn't even come pick up the child on the weekend. Exactly. Like, how is he going to go and get a full call? That says impossible. Says <laughs> impossible. The one look at him and chuckle. Yeah. Like, he probably doesn't even show up. 
Because like, like, you, what know, are you talking about? Like, so I really believe this. Yeah. They're, like, they're, they're saying that to keep you on edge because that's how they have you. Yeah. Right? And I'm not talking about physical domestic abuse. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about a man who, like, has literally mm. beat you and the kids up. I'm not talking about yeah. that real physical, tangible um, t- type of thing. I-, I can't speak on that. But I know that the ones that are just saying stuff... Yeah, it's verbal. So we call it verbal and emotional abuse. Yeah. It's very. It's something that you can't really explain. And it's something that um, it goes it goes un- unmissed. So you-, you can't really label it. Mm-hmm. Some, a lot of times as abuse because it's all one's perspective. Yeah. On and how no one else can see. And, 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 and if no one else can see, and if other people have other narcissists, tendencies, they're not going to see it as abuse. So that's why it's a very, it's a very much perspective thing. Um, but I'm going to label it as abuse because I know the aftermaths of what happened. Yeah. So I can label it as abuse. My personal experience, I can label well, it as it verbal is abuse. It, it is abuse. But it's very hard to even label it as abuse. It's very hard for even women to see it as abuse. Mm-hmm. It took me a long time to realize abuse. Like, yeah, girl, it's abuse, mm-hmm. babe. Like, you know what I mean? So it was abuse. It's abuse. So, but it's just the, the type of abuse that it is, you have to kind of like, like what we're saying, get to a place where you know that these are words. Like, he's abusing me with words. Yeah. It is abuse. It affects your psyche. And because you. he's supposed to be your counterpart, you believe, because the thing is, you I believe it. You believe it. Yeah. Because, like I said, if Sally on the street said these things to me, I'd be like, bye, Sally. But it's supposed to be my partner. Yes. Someone who I've let enter my body over and over again yes. is now telling me these words. That's when it turns into, that's why it's domestic. It's, it's, it's because you're in my home. Yeah. It's because, you know, you're you're kind of a part of me, right? So that's why it's abuse. Because, it's 100% yeah. abuse. And that's why it's more, it's more, it's more harmful, I think. Like, it's more harmful. I feel like it's, okay, there's two sides of it. It is more harmful in the sense that it, it breaks your mind. And if you break someone's mind, then you really have broken them. Yeah. Because that is the hardest thing to even repair because you have to best know that your mind is broken. But how can the reason why my mind is broken? It's because you can't see it. You can't see it. You can't prove it. Yeah. It's very hard to prove it. People don't take it seriously. People don't take it seriously. So there is real harm there. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is like the danger that you think that's going to happen to you by standing up for yourself isn't going to happen to you. You have to kind of get to a place where you... Where you have realized you have to that control whatever you want. Yeah, you have to control your own emotions. Yeah, like, yeah, and not. Like, we have to not. I mean, like, there are probably some exceptions to the rule. Like, I don't know everyone's situation, but it's almost impossible. Like, yeah. the thing is, you have to be so strong in your knowing. Like I said, that it's not going to happen. Yeah. If you're still believing in lies or anything he's saying, you have to understand first that everything he's saying is a tactic. Right, it's a tap to get you to control to, you to, to be vulnerable and to think that that's gonna happen, and then you're gonna move with fear with everything that you do. Yeah, and then yeah, what will happen is sometimes if that doesn't work, if you're so strong and you like it doesn't work, they'll love bomb you to where you feel safe again, and then they'll start the tactics all over again once they've got you to a place where you're not on a guard. Yeah, so you have to be mindful of these patterns. You have to be seventeen steps ahead of them. Yeah. For real, always know, and I, I and I say that it's different to physical abuse because in, in the case of physical abuse, I'm not experiencing. I will not speak on it too tough, but I will say like the danger there is physically is real. Like mm-hmm. he's not lying; it's, he, he's gonna hit you. Like yeah, yeah. you know, like the emotional abuse. If you said, "Oh, you're ugly," like okay, that's a lie. First of all, it's <laughs> <laughs> actually a lie. <laughs> you're just trying to break my confidence. Yeah, it's a lie. Yeah, the material. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Confident, confident, and knowing, and just and trusting your knowing. Like you have to trust in yourself that it's gonna be really hard. It's, that's not gonna happen. Like mm. you know what I mean? And I, 
I, I do I do resonate with the women who are afraid though because I told you I've been there so it is same even me saying this it's like the person receiving it is just like well what do you mean it's true and, and that's why I say that the first step to do is not to stand up not to make moves on the first step is to change your life you need to change your reality and the way you do that mm-hmm. you have your thoughts action skills all all of that is the core to moving to everything else in your life mm-hmm. and it's not just a toxic partner it's everything yeah right and that's really what i did i read the book it's called becoming supernatural by joe dispenza write that down <laughs> write that down um i have it on my tiktok i talk about the book all the time it changed my life literally that book mm-hmm. it a lot of it is um quantum like it's, it's some of it can get kind of sciencey but the base of it is you create your reality with those three things thoughts action feeling so if those three things are your reality, all you, and so if, for example, if your thought is I'm ugly, nobody wants me. And if your feeling is, oh, I feel sad today, or I feel like I'm a downer and I let everyone down. And if your action is not leaving your house because of those things, that's your reality. Yeah. So if you first change the thought, which is I'm an amazing, magical person and I can make everything happen because everything works out for me. I sell it the girls on TikTok every day. about for me. And then, like, okay, that's what it is. And then, if your action is, I'm going to get dressed up and I'm going to go do something that I truly want to do, not what my parents or my friends want to do. I'm going to go do something by myself for me, for myself. That's the action. And then the feeling is feeling good about the fact that you made that decision today. And if you start doing that for three months, I promise you, you can stand up to that guy. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. You can, you know that you're going to have so much trust in yourself that that's you it. know that you can create any outcome that you want. That's it. And that's, that's true. It. And that's, and that's, that's the beginning of it. That's the beginning. If you know the beginning of yourself. Yeah. Cause if yeah. you notice with abuse, all types of abuse, physical, emotional, all ty- financial, all types of abuse, they start by attacking your mind. Mm. They need to break exactly. yourself. Why you gotta that first. And right? they, they, yeah. they need to break their self esteem in order to get mind control of your mind. Mm-hmm. So that's why that is really the first place you need to start. Yeah. And also you just have to notice patterns. I think I'm a pattern Patty. I'm a pattern patty. <laughs> okay. I oh I notice patterns in everything. Like they literally taught this us this in school. They're like, mm. well, your patterns, you know? So I always notice patterns. And once I've seen something repeat three times, I'm on to you. Mm. Because I've seen that you've done this before. And I'm gonna share a story. Okay. I'm gonna share a story. And this is where I kind of started to realize something's not right here. So um <laughs> uh, me and my ex, we were at going to our doctor's appointment. So this was my first doctor's appointment when I found out I was pregnant. And we went to his family doctor, who I was going to make my family doctor because I didn't have one at the time. And she's like a beautiful, young, white woman. Um, so you can tell she probably just started her practice a few years ago. And, um, you know, right before we walked into the appointment, he just ran away. What I mean, he went 360. Like everything was going good. We're waiting and we're sitting and I remember we're watching it. And when you remember everything during these moments, because it was just I, like, I just remember that um, The Incredibles was on. Um, not The Incredibles, sorry. What's the one with the Minions? This Despicable Me. Despicable Me was on. So my kitty self just wants to watch the movie. And all of a sudden, 360, he's all like, look at you. Why are you doing this? Why are you sitting like that? Like just complete. 360 everything was picking about what i was wearing picking about what i'm doing pick, mind you i'm like seven weeks pregnant picking on me about everything just making me feel like the worst horrible sit 
a blob. He's making me feel like just like a blob. Right. Just sitting in a chair. I'm no one to I'm no one to him. I'm just this disgusting person sitting beside him and he doesn't know why I'm sitting like this. He doesn't know why I'm acting like this. And I didn't do anything. Like I literally I was just like just watching the film. Just watching the film and the film. <laughs> and like I, I'm just there like, what the hell just happened? Like, what do you mean? Like all of a sudden I'm the worst person in the world. And listen to this. We walked into the doctor's appointment now. And he is just praising this white woman. Like, he's just like, oh, you're such a good doctor. Oh, my God. Oh, I love your shoes. Like, oh, yeah, you're the best. You always know what to do. And then side-eyeing me. <laughs> now that I look back, I'm like, this is a joker. Like, I wish I understood that time. It would have been comical for me. But obviously, I thought, no, I, I didn't understand. It's not comical. I know. It's comical now. It's comical now. He's just there, like, praising her. Like, literally kissing the feet she walks on. So, of course. Because you just messed with my mind. Like, now I understand the psychology of what he just did. There we go, yeah. He had to break me down immediately before we walked into a woman that he actually wants. This is the woman that he adores. This white woman who's a doctor. I don't know. But the point is, that would make me feel even worse about myself. Because the what he did was he took away all my confidence before we walked into a room. And then now he has to praise this woman in front of me. It's the same thing our parents used to do. Our parents used to be like, look at you. Why do you look like this? You don't have A's in school. Look at Jessica. Jessica has A's in school. You recognize it now. So it's the same thing he just did, but he did to me in front of this woman. So of course now I'm going to be like, I'm, I'm going to be thinking about myself. And now I'm like, what? Like, what just happened? And like, it's not, even that, it's not even that he wants this lady. It's just that she's off. Oh yeah, I do. Right. He doesn't want this lady. It's she's opposition. So it's going to make me think in my mind, like, should I be a white woman? Yeah. Should I be wearing a white product? Like, he couldn't have any more different to you. Yeah, exactly. But so what? So it, so now I'm now my whole psyche's messed up. Like, do you see where the mind control is there, guys? He did the same thing a few months later. Complete opposite woman of me did the same thing. The third time is when I caught on to him. Like, yo, wait, you've done this before. This is your pattern. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this is your pattern. Right before we go somewhere, you have to break my confidence. So when I get in the room, I already show up vulnerable. So everyone else can actually just sense my vulnerability and then you can make it worse. Am I praising someone else right in front of me? And try to embarrass me. And try to embarrass me. You notice the same thing with friends too. You think about friends sometimes. Because I, you know, when I started learning about this, it made me look at every single time someone has done this to me. Mm. You're going out with your friends and all your friends are getting ready and all, and all of a sudden, ew, why are you wearing that? Are you sure you want to wear that? Like your friends are now picking everything you're wearing, right? Why don't be, I don't have friends like that. I know, but I'm, 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 looking back, I'm looking back and I'm noticing, oh my God, or when you're around a bunch of guys and your friends all of a sudden making fun of you in front of the guy. And like, you be in a, you're very much, that's very much pick me in it. Yeah, it's very much like, you need to put me down because you don't want to make your life, life better right yeah. now. And you know what? See, I, I kind of, I stopped having friends like that when I left high school, right? When I got to college, university, all of that, my friends changed. But before that, I had those type of people, yeah. like in my life, jealous of me, you know? Yeah. But they're jealous of you. That's why. Yeah, I know. They're because, jealous of you. you. Know, I, need, I need everyone to understand. You know how hard you have to work to do that stuff? Yeah. How hard you have. You know how hard and how much energy it takes to plan, lie, deceit? Damn, girl, you must and be tired. You must be There was one that I am. Because I'm even tired of talking about it. Yeah, it's a light on the ground. But then just speak to yourself. It must be so sad living your whole life in so much pain. I know. That's, that's, and this is why I feel kind of, that's why I'm like, I actually wish you well. I actually want, because I yeah. never want to be so deep into pain that I literally have no choice but to put everyone down to make myself feel good. Like that 
sucks. I pick you that up. I yeah. I so I really want you to see the light, and I want you to get better. Just for the sake of this world, for the sake of your children, for the sake of your family, because I know that love is such a beautiful, vibrating thing, and it will help. Everyone has jealousy triggers. Everyone has. I wish I had that trigger. Oh yeah, and once you learn how to <laughs> alchemize with your thoughts, feelings, and actions, you'll know how to make it work for you. And I'll share a secret of how I make it work. For oh yeah, because there are times I see girls where I'm like, girl, your hair fucking beautiful. I'm jealous, mm -hmm. right? And what I think is, it's kind of interesting, but it's the same way when I see a cute guy and I see him with a girl, and I'm thinking, oh, why can't I have a guy like that? Or why can't I have a a successful business like this or why can't i do this or why can't i have a body like that right i think the fact that i'm even resonating with your body means mine's next mm -hmm. the fact that i have a friend that's so successful and i'm so happy she's getting married i'm next mm -hmm. that's why you're in my life because you're here to guide me because i'm next you know what that's, that's why you change the thought mm -hmm. because we all have jealousy thoughts of course we do i have curly hair you have straight hair i want your straight hair i think you're gonna teach me how to get the straight hair and I'm not saying I'm using you, but what I'm saying is you have to realize that jealousy thoughts are going to come. And I don't want people to feel bad for them because they're natural, but it's just how you're going to deal with those how you look at it, how you look at it and how you're going to deal with those feelings. Because if I say, oh my God, girl, I want to start a podcast. How am I going to start one? Instead of being jealous of you and ignoring you and putting yours down, I'm going to be like, what tips can you share for me? That's, how to it. Do That's it. That's I right. get your hair. What do you, you hear some tips of how you get like that? I, I'm really trying to achieve that look right now. And the thing is, it's how the person is going to perceive you because I promise you some girls like, oh, I'll get away. And you might be like, oh, uh. And But then again, once you get that, whenever oh, I get those girls are insecure. Too. Exactly. Like once I got the girl, because I always compliment girls, they're like, oh my God, I love your lipstick or whatever. And if they're like, eh, I'm like, oh, okay, I want to be around you anyway. But in the moment they're like, oh my God, I'm like, oh, hey, I love connecting about makeup. Like, so. That is go back to the foundation of healing because you'll know how to deal with your triggers, your jealousy triggers, your um, your own healing triggers. Like you'll know how to deal with all of it and how to navigate them because they are gonna come, mm. right? You are gonna I be like that. I like the I'm next approach. Yeah, I'm your next. I, like my churchy Christian background. <laughs> People used to say like when you see everyone around you being blessed in a certain way that you want to be blessed, it means God's in their neighborhood. Exactly. Well, that's God's in the You're going to go around. So <laughs> your friend's getting married, you show up the way you're supposed to. Don't worry, you're next. Yes, then. I hear so many wonderful love stories of like people who their friend was getting married and they show up to the wedding with the best energy. They go on their good frock, they yeah, yeah. vibes and they find their man at the wedding. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have to show it comfort have good vibes about it and i really love that approach because yeah. you're right like we, we all have those thoughts of like oh why i wish i could be one of those girls or i wish i could do this or i wish i could that like tr trust me i've got i have now my list <laughs> sometimes you have manifested it in your energy like let's go deep into my uh into, into my into my hippie vibes you manifested this thing into your life because it was supposed to show you that that's what you're getting at. Mm. Sometimes good like, yeah, you even manifest like if you see a beautiful girl and you love her style just walking down the street, you manifested her because she was the catalyst to say you're gonna dress like that tomorrow. Mm. We all learn from someone. We all you will each other. Yeah, you will because yeah. the fact that you need to be thinking, oh, I I like I like that. You just exactly you make exactly she touched you and now you're gonna go do it there's so i like sometimes when i'm in a really grateful spirit which is a lot i like literally stop and think oh my god i'm so grateful for all the women who came my life in but like i just took in a little bit of them and made myself i never mm -hmm. ever copied and pasted clearly but 
there's so much women in my life who I've been who I've been influenced by. I am friends, cousins, celebrities, sisters, sisters of sisters. I just randomly happened to be this aunt's house, and I saw like I've been influenced by Megan. Like there's my my characteristic and my whole energy is a plethora of things. So sometimes when I like when I'm in this like really grateful mood, I think, oh my god. I did this because of this, because of this, and this led me to this, 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 this. And I'm like, oh my god! Like I, like I know that sounds like really like like weird to think of, but I just like wow! I'm so grateful for all the different experiences that I've had. Yeah, making who I am. But see, that's, and, that's, that's yeah, that's, that's you're coming from like you're healed. You're yeah, healed. That's, I know. Now but some people will look at others and say, oh, she's got this, that, that, that. That's inspiring to me. And others will look at that and be like, I need to break that down and destroy it. I'm I, I can't have anybody having anything better than me. Yeah, I know. I know. You know whenever I feel that, I literally walk away. I know. I cannot deal with that right now. I feel like, as I, as I even feel it, I'm like, like literally, it actually comes now. I actually had an experience last fall where I was around a cousin and I was starting to feel that energy from her. Mm. And this is how I know I'm so in tune now because my body was telling me. Like my body was literally tight tensing up. And it was trying to tell you, Tiana, leave, 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 leave. It was literally trying to tell you, you need to leave right now. And as I left, oh, so much better. <laughs> yeah, her vibes were just I couldn't believe you. It was just going, it was like, everything was just like, mm. like she was draining it. Yeah, I was like, and I was like, oh, I'm like, oh. yeah, some people, they <laughs> do that. They will come in up and drain it. Yeah. will remove that as well in order to blossom and, and, and grow because like you know like plants they can't thrive if they're in the wrong environment it's true again church christian background <laughs> like you know you read bible stories and jesus always used to kick people out if they didn't have the right face like before he was about to do a miracle like whenever you read these bible stories whenever he's about to like perform any type of miracle speak life into somebody whatever if if he felt there was any doubt in the room or anyone who didn't believe out. Exactly. It's out. They love that. <laughs> you know what I They want us to say it. Because your, this is, it goes back to the thoughts, the natchez. It's that that thrives you, right? So, you know, you can't have any doubt in your mind. None, none at all. And no one around you can have it. No one around can have it either. And that's why sometimes, it's, and that's what they say not to share your stories or not to share your dreams. Right? Yeah, that's why I kind of don't have, have, Yeah, once you have one person who's there, like, yeah, that, you don't, we don't even realize that we're energetic beings, right? Mm. So, our thoughts and actions are actually being shared and we don't even realize it. Like, you know, that's what telepathy is so real, right? So, like, imagine if you're thinking of something, because I have so much time thought of something and I act on it and then someone in my energy did the same thing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I sent them that thought. Yeah. Because I didn't act on it. Apparently, Spirit gives you, like, three days or something like that or they're sending that telepathy message to someone else. Yeah. But there was this one story I heard of this woman who I think her son was sick in the hospital. And, um, you know, it was one of those things where, like, it was a very 50-50 chance we was going to live or something. So, you know what she did? She didn't call her family. She didn't call no one. She just sat there with her faith for three whole days. Wow. I didn't tell no one because she knew she couldn't have any external thoughts or feelings or actions hitting her energy because she had to stay with all the faith possible that her son was going to live and he did. This is not medical advice. But I don't medical advice. But I agree. Had he lived. Yeah. He was like, I cannot tell anybody about this because I can't have, because you don't have an No, long. Yeah. We're going to be like, are you sure? Or like, we you don't know, have that, like that negative energy around you. And that is what we're in black. Yeah. And it's like, she knew she had to keep herself pure at that time. Yeah. To have that much of faith. Yeah, right. Period. And that's like with my first. Yeah. Girl. One last story before we wrap, because I'm I'm getting a sense that it's time to wrap. Okay. 
But um, I will I will share this. When I was pregnant with my with my daughter the first time, we didn't find out the gender she, until she was born. I didn't want to know if it was a girl or a boy because I feel like your babies they can feel everything. They tell. And I didn't want any potential gender disappointment or any comments anyone has to make. She didn't show you in a dream. My son chose. I knew. I knew it was a girl. Yeah. It wasn't even in a dream. I just knew she was a girl. Okay. Well, I didn't want to go and find out or anything like that because um I just didn't want any negative I love the women do that. Yeah, any like negativity to the baby. Yeah. They're in the they're in the womb and everything's being made. Their brains being made, their hands, their lungs, their heart, all being made, along with all the other elements to them too. The DNA is coming together. This is all like, you know, their sense of humor, their yeah. personality, it's all being formed. It's all foreign. It's all being formed right now. I'm 30 or 10. Yes. Yeah. But it's all coming together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like things impact it. That's why they say you're, as a mother, you should be stressed. Mm-hmm. You should eat certain things. You shouldn't do certain things. Because as much as it's already written, the things I eat and do while I'm pregnant will affect the baby. Yeah. If I'm doing crack, the baby can come out addicted. Yeah. Like, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, like the DNA is what it was, but I can mess it up yeah. with my actions, with my thoughts, with my behavior with my stress levels, mm-hmm. like, you know, and I was so worried the first time as I was depressed during my pregnancy. Mm-hmm. This could affect my baby's brain. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I thought that too. I was so depressed. I yeah. thought that too. And, and 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 if you're listening out there and you are, like, don't, again, don't worry about what we're saying because everything we're saying is true. But again, the thing- It's not medical advice. Yeah, the same thing is, <laughs> we don't want you to make feel perfect things. We want you to be solution-based. Mm-hmm. Don't sit in your problem. We're, t- we're talking about it and that means tomorrow you can wake up and decide you're going to do something about it. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't want to scare anyone because it's true. It's not good to be depressed or any of those things while you're pregnant. But sometimes you're just in a situation. Sometimes you are. Right. But, it is but if, you, if you decide that you're going to take action one, two, and three, everything's going to work. Mm. Everything's going to work out. As much as yeah. it's like things happen and there's a biological side to it too. Mm-hmm. I do believe that you're... Like, I do believe in the spiritual side that we can cause things to happen by, you know, our thoughts and intentions. But there are some things that are, are biological. Like, your hormones are out of balance, yeah. like, scientifically. <laughs> and there's not much that your thoughts can really do about that sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes it's that you have to take medication to balance your hormones. Like, mm-hmm. that is just what it is. Yeah. Um, and sometimes postpartum, like, that can be circum- circumstantial a lack of support and a lack of love can make you feel yeah. depressed postpartum, but sometimes your hormones mm-hmm. are literally upside down. But it's like, sometimes it's not your fault. Like you have to say to yourself, all right, I am I am doing all the right things. Why do I feel sad? Mm-hmm. Cause you're, you're, you need a pills. You need a pill, baby. <laughs> sometimes you just need a little. There are times where I've taken a pill, but there are times where I said, I'm gonna just fix this myself. Yeah. So, and, and, and I think it all depends on how you're feeling in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like if you're feeling like you can fight this and if you know how, then there's always good to go to other resources because I think that hormones being imbalanced, a lot of times you can fix that with yeah, health, with your food, with, with other things. Like, you know, it's, it's a slower pace. It's not as fast, you know, but that's what a pill is for. Yeah. It's inconvenient. So it depends on how much time you're in. Like, I, you know what I mean? So, even when I say yeah. a pill, I don't even necessarily mean just a pill. Like right. you said, yeah. maybe it is the food you're eating. Yeah, I'm not the exercise you're getting. But I think that that all goes, and you have to try everything because I know me. I tried the pills and I realized that wasn't working for me. I tried something else. Mm-hmm. And that's only way you learn, right? Probably. Yeah. So you'll know what's, what's, what's for you once you've tried all all things yeah yeah and i've never i've never done the medication but if it was if that was something i needed 
Sign me up, doctor. Yeah. Give me the give me the prescription. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Doctor. <laughs> I don't mind, but like for me personally, what it was for me was circumstances. Mm-hmm. The circumstances were making me feel depressed. Like oh. I, what I was going through was rough and I needed to change my surroundings, the place I was living, the all of the things that I, that were bringing me so so low that I had to change it. Yeah. And it's that's true. what fixed me. And that, <laughs> but that's just that you saw your solution made. But you were like, I there's a problem. I know how to fix it and I'm gonna do it. And yeah. you're not afraid about what's gonna happen. You're just knowing that this is what's gonna change and you're not afraid, right? Yeah. That's because I was pregnant. And I was just like too. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah, exactly. It's like the same thing with you. Yeah. Like when you look when you look to your son and what he was going through and how he was feeling, he was like, nah, this is not yeah. work for this boy. It's not gonna work. It's not yeah. work for this little boy. I need yeah. to change yeah. things. And I was pregnant with my child and I was like, No, this no. <laughs> yeah. We're not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> You're not coming into this world in this. Yeah. No, yeah. No. Exactly. No. We didn't make that hard choice and then the... Yeah. Change things. Mm-hmm. Thank you for teaching us how to go up, <laughs> sis. Change your thoughts. That's what I've learned today. Really. I carry cinnamon in your bag. <laughs> with the right intention. No, we've learned yeah. some things. You know what I mean? And I just hope that this inspires people to just go and like look at their life, make the changes, do what needs to be done. Like pull yourself up out the funk. This is not a victim conversation. This is like we're taking action. You're the lead, you're the boss of your life. It's your life. You're the boss. So. This is what we have to act accordingly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I love this. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Join us next week, guys, for another important episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>